Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to another discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont, and I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for going on nearly 15 years now. Today, we have a guest joining us, Chris Reed. Chris, how are you today? Fantastic, man. Just pumping up with the coffee. (laughs) Getting your day going. Chris is joining us from the other side of the world. So we're at night. He's in the morning. We're all good to go. (laughs) That's the beauty of the internet, hey? Absolutely. So for our listeners today, we are going to be discussing getting more customers easily. Chris is a founder of Ardor SEO. So there's one thing that he's an expert in is how to put yourself out there. I mean, people are looking actively for something, whatever it is you're doing, they're looking for it. How can you have them find you without you having to, I guess, raise your hand in the classroom, so to speak, right? But before I think we get too much into that, Chris, would you mind sharing a little bit with our listeners about where you came from and what inspired you to do what you do today? Yeah, certainly. So yeah, my name's Chris Reed. I'm originally from Brisbane, Australia. I grew up in the country, but I've moved to the city to become a software engineer. Then I went and chased the dollars and the two biggest places you can make money as a software engineer is Silicon Valley or in finance. And I went the finance route. And so I moved to London, had a really great career and quite enjoyed living in London until the global financial crisis came away came along and took my job away, which really hurt at the time because there was no No jobs to be had in finance. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? But thankfully, I'd saved up a whole big sack of cash. Right. You know, you get paid pretty well working in finance. I mean, they have to because it's so soul destroying that you're just (laughs) programming away to make rich people richer. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a compensation there somewhere. Indeed. And so I spent the next couple of years traveling the world, went through the US and through the Caribbean, all around Asia and through Russia and Europe and started pondering, what the hell am I going to do with my life? Mm-hmm. And being a computer geek, I wanted to learn a new type of programming. So I started programming this online game. Mm. And as the game was becoming to fruition, I was like, well, how the hell do you get people to a website to play it? And that's when I started learning about SEO. And back then... Like backlinks, the links you click on to go from one website to another. Right. So they're the fundamental of how Google's search engine differs from all the other search engines and destroyed all the other search engines. Right, right. And so back then, backlinks were really, really, really phenomenally powerful. Right. And so when I started learning about backlinks, I added a bunch of links to my site. It shot up in the rankings. I went, this is amazing. Hmm. And this is a gold mine. And I got to dig like crazy. Wow. And so cool. I really quickly dropped the game. I started building a system to organize backlinks. I hope it wasn't too great of a game. (laughs) I mean, I never never actually finished it completely. I mean, I started having people playing it. It was fun, but like, I was just learning it to learn some new programming techniques. And I implemented those programming techniques in our backlink software anyway. Right, right. So yeah, I didn't have a grandmaster plan to fall into SEO. I just stumbled into it and went, wow, this is really cool. Right, right. And then that, I guess, inspired you to continue doing what you're doing because I think when people find something cool and they dive into it, they tend to get pretty good with whatever it is. Yeah, well, I mean, so we started off selling backlinks. And, you know, I thought who needs backlinks more than anyone is SEO companies. So that was our target. Right. And still a lot of digital marketing companies work with us uh, and we provide them with link support. Right. But we know what 
keywords they're targeting and who their customers are. Right. And so we were analyzing their customers and then, you know, because we want to see how we can get them bigger wins. Right, right. And so then we started providing them with more, more services like, you know, the analytics and fixing content and metadata and site structure. And then we thought, if we're doing all this work, why the hell are we working with them and not just having our own customers? Oh, well, so there you go. <laughs> that's really where we're focused on the last bunch of years. Right, right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So well, then, I mean, it's a lot more rewarding. Two problems with working through an agency uh-huh. when we don't own the customer directly uh-huh. is you don't have enough influence and right. often the agency is scared to say something. Right. It's like we want a long-term game, right? Like if, sure, it's great telling someone something can get some money, but you know, that's not where wealth is created. Wealth is created by get that money monthly and we get that by right. making sure we get a great return. So sometimes rather than giving the customer what they want, you've got to give the customer what they need. What they need, yeah. And yeah, and sometimes that's a hard decision and agencies sometimes don't want to say it and then we'll end up losing customer if they don't. So it's it's frustrating. Mm, mm. But the other benefit of working with the actual business owner is business owners are passionate about what they do. Sure. And so you get to help uncover what's their passion, why they got into business and you know, help them grow their business and you know, make the world a better place. Mm, sounds good. You know, I like that. That's kind of why I started doing what I'm doing. I just wanted to find something to make the world a better place. And I had experiences getting out of college with a couple different little... My career path went a completely different way than I thought it was going to go. And I, I'm sure a lot of people have done this. <laughs> but you get out of college thinking you're going one way, you go some other way. <laughs> and yeah, I discovered pretty quick that it was important to like what you do, to feel good about it, to have some sort of importance with it, somehow be adding to the world. Otherwise... Unless you are completely soulless, which there aren't too many people that are, you're not going to feel too good at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah, that's certainly how I felt working in in finance. It was long hours and like, what value are we adding? Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Credit default swaps? Like, get out of here. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, granted, technically, if you want to consider what I do in the world of finance, it kind of is, but it's different from what you were doing. But Yeah, for sure. Trying to help people with their wealth tactics. (laughs) <laughs> that has uh, an actual positive impact on people's lives. So anyway, but let's get back into the subject, SEO. So you did what you did because you found this path that was a great, unique path to be able to help people out and to add something positive to the world. So SEO, search engine optimization. Some listeners are probably thinking, okay, I didn't even know what that meant until now. Why do I care about this? I already have a website. I'm good to go. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like such a boring topic and, well, it doesn't have to be. It can be fascinating. And it's still such a new topic, which is why most business owners don't know about it. Right. If they knew about it, they'd already be doing it. Because, like, if you think about every other form of marketing, right, Mm -hmm. like having a billboard or a TV ad or a radio ad or a Facebook ad, it's interrupt marketing. You're literally interrupting people that want to be doing anything else. You know, right, they want right. to be on Facebook chatting to their friends or watching a TV show or listening to the radio and you're right. getting in their face and go, hey, buy my product. Right, you know, it right. works, but what's more effective than someone that's going to Google and typing plumber near me or financial advice or you know whatever your goods and services are, right, right. actively searching for exactly what you do. So having your message right where they're looking, like what is more powerful than that and growing your business? So. Right. The crazy thing is everyone knows they need to have a website, right? Yeah, of course. But they're not really sure why. 
And web designers are the worst at this. They're great at making beautiful websites, but who cares what your website looks like? Unless you're a photographer or someone that sells beauty, a website doesn't have to be beautiful. It has to be found. If no one's finding it, who gives a crap what it looks like? It needs to convey your message and that you're an expert. That's what it needs to show, that you know what you're talking about and invoke that person or take action. Because even if you show that they're an expert and you don't get them to call you or give you your email address or show them you that they were there right give you some way to contact them it doesn't turn into a lead so right. like just been listening to a sales book by grant cardone i love, love oh yeah work. and he's always talking about the clothes he's like you haven't provided them any value until you do do the clothes right you can sit there and have a one-hour consultation and if you don't close them there's no value made and so like that's the same thing in your website who gives a crap how many people get there they don't give you their contact details so that you can then provide them with actual value and close the sale, then mm, mm. it's pointless. And that's what your website is for. It's meant to be your best salesman, not just some pretty thing that your mum your mum looks at when Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully most of our listeners, if they have a website, there's more than just their mother checking it out. <laughs> okay, but that makes sense. You have a website, you need it to do to, to serve a certain function, and that's where your company comes in trying to get that website in front of the people who are looking for whatever it is that you're, whether it's a service or an item that you're offering. Yeah. And then the very first step with that is keyword research. And it blows my mind that web designers don't know how to do this. Like Mm. you need to understand what your customers are searching for and in what quantity Mm. Mm. and how competitive those keywords are too. Because if you're brand new and you've got a brand new website, you're not going to go after those big keywords because you're not going to rank. Google doesn't trust you. You don't have the authority to do it. Right. You imagine like a keyword like credit cards or get it, how to get a credit card. It's going to be super competitive. You know, Bank right, of America right. and Visa and MasterCard and all those big guys are there. So if you're a local lender, you're not going to have a chance. But if you like find keywords that are relevant to you, that are long tail and, you know, maybe you fix people with broken credit. So it's like how to get a credit card when you've got a terrible credit rating. Right, like right. Something long tail like that that might be even more applicable to what you do is what you can rank. But most importantly, understanding what all the search volume is and what all the keywords are, that's how you structure a website. Mm. So if you think about Amazon, right, it's amazon.com slash movies slash music slash fashion. And then under fashion, it's men's and women's and then the subcategories. Right. And so that shows you how you should be structuring your website too with your main category pages as your main service pages. And then having supporting content that builds up and ranks those category pages. Right, right. Like a good example, a big time podcast that is a customer of ours, he has a lot of content about how to start a podcast. And he ends up having those pages doing what are called keyword cannibalization, where Google's not sure which page is to rank for that keyword. And Mm -hmm. so one will be ranking one day, another will be ranking another day, Mm -hmm. and they'll end up pulling each other down. And so if you don't have good site structure, because you're writing lots of content about your theme, so whether you're in finance or plumbing or whatever, you're going to have lots of content about that one one theme. And if you don't have solid site structure, then Google's not sure what to rank and it'll hold you back to everything. Hmm, Interesting. So your own website can be competing against itself for rankings on the Google searches. Yeah, you need to make it really clear to Google which pages are most important and yeah, and which pages to rank for each keyword. So you really want to do keyword mapping. You get all your keyword lists. And then you want to assign each page one primary keyword and three secondary keywords. 
And you know, the primary keyword goes in the title tag. The secondary keywords go in the description. Mm-hmm. The primary keyword goes in the page one tag. And the secondary keywords go in the description. And then, you know, obviously the content is going to be relevant around those keywords. You don't want to be keyword stuffing content. The content should be great content that users are going to enjoy reading and right, right. focus them to take action. Because like, as we were saying before, like at the end of the day, it's all about creating customers. If right, you right, like right. crappy content that's for search engine, it's, well, Google's really smart these days, so that doesn't work, but right, it wouldn't right. convert anyway. Right. So each page that you're doing, even if you might have a similar subject, needs to be specific about that page. The SEO, the, the search words. Yeah, they need to have their own topic. Their own topic, for sure. right, but right. That's why you have site structure. So if you've got, say, the podcast example, right? So you right. have like your domain name slash podcast, and then under that, and so that might be the page that ranks for how to do a podcast. Right. And then under that category, you'd have your next pages, you know, what's the best microphone for a podcast or whatever the other pages are. Right, right. And like that's a big problem that most people have is that they don't put the pages in categories, so everything's at the same level. I like see. where you see the slash, it's like Amazon.com slash movie slash horror slash B grade horror. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the category pages, and everything that goes deeper that has more slashes, that's less important in the way you structure your website. Right, right. And the way Google will see it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I say I'm think I'm guilty of this too myself. <laughs> now that you're saying this. <laughs> Yeah, most people are. It's like anything, right? Like you should be an expert at what you do. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. I mean, like... No, it's not. I'm thankful that I've got a fabulous team behind my back to look good. So I just get to do podcasts and talk talk rubbish all day long. And when the real technical <laughs> questions come, I go, hey, guys, what do we do with this? <laughs> well, I'm glad you get to be on the podcast. So, <laughs> but yeah. Just a, a little trick that everyone can do themselves to analyze their own website is if you go to Google and type site, S-I-T-E, colon, and then your domain name. So mm-hmm. none of the protocol, not the HTTP, www, okay. just your domain name, all in one word. That'll show all of the pages that you have listed in Google and in what Google sees as the most important pages. So the first one should be your homepage. Right. If it's not, you've got some serious site structure issues and mm-hmm. we do see that sometimes. So right. <laughs> you need to work out what that is and get it fixed. It's obviously too complicated to talk about here. Yeah. But the thing that you want to look at is what do all of your pages look like? Because that is how they'll come up in Google search. If you see a dot, 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 so see the title tag and a dot, dot, dot at the end, your title tag's too long. Same with your description. If it's got a dot, dot, dot at the end, get those set and make sure they're keyword optimized. So many people put in like about them and just like sales, right? Your website is selling you. And just like sales, no one cares about you. Mm. Everyone's thinking, what's in it for me? So make it about them. People are usually searching for the problem, right? It's like the old adage is people don't buy a drill because they want to buy a drill. They buy a drill because they want a hole. And so like your website should say, get the best hole here. You know? Right, right. Because that's what someone's searching for, how to make a hole. And so like then remember that it should always be what is the person searching for? That's what you put in the title tag. And then the description should really be compelling as why they should click on it. Right. So if like if you're giving financial advice, like how to get a credit card for people with terrible credit ratings, and then the description can be like why you should click on this, you know, prove that you're a bit of an authority and get some keywords in there and make it, that's your advertising space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Good tips. So this keywords and the descriptions and all this stuff, the SEO that goes in this, is this a little bit more of a black art or is it more of a science type thing? 
it's very, very, very scientific for sure. So like Google, well, Alphabet, the mm-hmm. company now that owns Google, right, right. they make over 90% of their revenue from Google ads, wow. which are the people searching Google. So like SEO is the organic, right? It's right, right. where you rank up and you don't have to pay anything. You can pay Google money and you'll be placed on the front page of Google. Right, right. It can cost you a lot of money per click. Sometimes crappy keywords are like 10 cents, 20 cents. Really, really good keywords are $20, $30. Wow. Some of the lawyer keywords like trucks, truck accident attorney Chicago is like $290 a click or something. Ooh. It's just... Wow. Yeah. Lawyer keywords are crazy. Yeah. And so Google has to show you the search volume and the cost per click mm-hmm. so that you can bid on them, right? Because it's right, basically right. an auction. Basically, whoever spends the most money is going to be at the top. And right, of course. Google provide a lot of tools to so that you can analyze your campaign and get it working. And AdWords is a fabulous way to generate traffic to your website and get it earning money quickly. Right. The one one thing that SEO is beats with AdWords is it's compounding. AdWords, if you're spending ten grand a month, it's just going to get more expensive. I mean, right. if you're spending ten grand a month and you get fifty grand in return, why would you turn it off? Like, sure, days. right. Right. But it's only going to get more expensive over the years. And with the SEO, if you spend 10 grand a month, well, you get what you invested this month, next month, and the month after, and the month after, and the month after. So right. it snowballs and gets a hell, hell of a lot bigger. It's kind of like a social media if you're building a social media following. So we get more and more people, so you get more views over time. It works something like that, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, like if you're invo- investing in building your brand by creating awesome content so people follow you and listen to you rather than investing in an ad, I guess it's very similar. Google provides all of this data. And so mm-hmm. then there's a lot of tools like Ahrefs is a fabulous tool. Mm-hmm. And actually any business owner, it's quite expensive, right. but they have a trial, I think $7 for seven days. And if you've just got one website, mm-hmm. you can sign up for that, download all the keywords in the world and like seven days is long enough for you to do that. And then you'll have all your keywords for that'll serve you for the next couple of years. You know, you, right. if you're not an SEO professional, you don't need to be using tools like that all the time. Right, right. But yeah, tricky part with keyword research is that you can get all of these tools that pull data, but you end up with mountains of data. It's then working through the data to see what's relevant, what's useful, and what you can even rank for. Like you need to build a strategy to first get your website earning money now mm-hmm. and mix that with the long game. Like Amazon took like 14 years to get profitable. I mean, right. most websites you want to, you know, they don't have the budget to <laughs> coast along. For no, years. no, <laughs> not most. That's for sure. I'm sure not many of our listeners do either. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you need to make a good balance between making money now and making money later. Right. Because right. building up your authority, like you know, building a podcast, right? It sure. takes a long time to build an audience and build your authority and get listeners. And that's the same with building a website. Right, There's some right, easy right. things that you can do now, but going after valuable things takes a lot of time. But the vast majority of businesses go out of business because they can't get enough customers. You know, having a website that generates you consistent amount of leads, you, you can go to bed at night going, I know that I'm going to get this many people calling me tomorrow. Right. And like, how good is that for a business owner? That's good because that means your business is doing something, actively working and bringing in business when you're not actually working. That's ideal, really, yeah. for any business. But, well, it's predictable too, so that you know, like if you're an accountant or a service provider, or even if you sell products, you need to know how much product you're going to sell so that right. you can 
you know, ma- manage production. Right. And if you've got a website that's consistently bringing in, you in and growing at a consistent rate, like that's a business owner's dream, right? Right. Absolutely. Makes sense to me. Do you have any other tips or ideas about helping people find keywords and figuring out what keywords work? Yeah, like keyword research is tricky, but the simplest ways that you can do it is just get into the thoughts of your customers. Mm -hmm. What are they searching for? Like, what is the problem that you solve? Because that's generally what they're searching for. Right. And type it into Google and see what comes up. It does get tricky because... So we've got a customer that does Whiplash, right? She's mm-hmm. really passionate about Whiplash and writing a book about Whiplash. And when you search Whiplash keywords, WebMD and Healthline and these massive blogs come up. And so at the start, it looks really intimidating. It's like, how the hell is her new website going to beat these guys? Right. But also those websites, just mountains of content, and they rank in that small niche because of their huge domain authority. The actual pages don't have many backlinks to them and aren't that well optimized. So it's not going to be as hard as it looks, but you need Mm. to be able to do the analysis to really see that. Right, right. So a good way to kind of look at that, basically, the more backlinks you have is the stronger your domain authority will become. Okay. Because most backlinks go to your domain. And if you look at the search results page, if they're mainly the homepage that's ranking, that's Mm -hmm. really competitive. So if you look down the top 10, so you search your main keyword like financial advice. And if the top 10 is all domain names, that's going to be really competitive and hard to rank for. Right. If internal pages, if it's like financialadvice.com slash something else, slash something else, subcategory, and then some internal blog page, probably not going to be that hard to beat. Right, right. Because it's like you were talking about earlier, the further it goes, the less important it is. So it's not going to rank as much. Exactly. So if they're like internal pages that aren't so important are the ones that are ranking, that's probably pretty easy to beat them. Right. Makes sense. So that gives the little guy a little bit of hope too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like in all honesty, Mike McAllowitz, which is a fabulous author, he wrote two books that really changed my business. One being Profit First, which is fabulous, uh, all about thinking about profit. Don't grow your business if it's not going to be profitable. It's just going to grow more headaches. Right, right. And you know, I'm not a finance guy. I'm a software engineer. And sure. once I like, right. made that paradigm shift, it's like, oh, now the business is healthy. But his other book is called Clockwork. And the main idea of the book is like a beehive focuses on its main role, the queen bee role, Mm -hmm. producing honey. And that's what your business should do. Whatever its main role is, like if you're an accountant, you should be accounting. And we use that for our business, for everyone that's in it, right? Like we have emails and Skype chats and project management stuff. And if our analysts are not actively doing their job, doing actual SEO, then the company is not being efficient. Right, and right. so we want to do everything we can so that our people are not in meetings and not doing emails, that they're working on client sites because that's where we make revenue. Right, right. And that's what any business should be doing is their main queen bee role, right. not learning something else. Like if SEO, you're not going to be able to compete with an SEO agency. We just got way more skills than you and <laughs> are way better at it. And what's a better investment of your time learning what we do or just being really good at what you do and having one more customer that covers the expense of working with an agency? Right, right. So maybe if you're starting out, you know, don't have much revenue yet or whatnot, there's a few little things that someone can do to kind of help out. But like so many other important things, when things get important and you've got the, once you get the budgeting, if you can have an expert who that's what they do 
help you there, that's probably the best thing to do. For sure. I mean, like this old saying, I forget the guy that, that said it, it's like half the money I spend on marketing is wasted. And the problem is I don't know which half. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Want to make it some really old marketer. And like that used to be the case. But right, right. Now with digital marketing, like you can track everything. Right, right. Like your Facebook ads, you know how much each click cost. And if you've got everything set up correctly, you can see how many people come to your website, how many people bought stuff. Right. So you can accurately measure your cost per conversion. And it's the same with SEO, right? As you mm. know how much you're spending, you can see how much traffic is coming in and you track it to conversions. Right. Like, that's one thing that we really push with our, our customers is that we don't care about search engine rankings or traffic because who cares? Right. Like, if you don't make more money, you're going to stop being a customer for us. Right, right. And our wealth gets generated in working with you for many, many years, like helping you grow your business right. and helping you spend more money with us. Right. And we want to show directly. You put X in here, you've got X times 10 back out there. You know? Right, right. <laughs> so as long as your company is successful at helping other companies generate honey, you get more honey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then that's kind of like how business works, right? right? Like of focus on what you're good at, serve as many businesses as you can, and everyone eats well. Right, right. Preferably this, with the sweet honey. My wife doesn't like sweet stuff, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm vegan, so I'm totally against eating honey. Oh, they, that's, that's all. <laughs> Don't enslave those little bees. Yeah, anyway. right. <laughs> you ever been sung by one? <laughs> Not for no, a while, anyway. No, no. I got a cousin that got into raising bees. Uh, yeah. Kind of interesting. I don't know. Anyway... So for our listeners, they're looking to learn a little bit more about this or to optimize their website or something. Is there like an audit they can have done on their website to help them out? Well, I tell you what, as a very special treat for your listeners and for you having me on your podcast, I give them a special offer. If you go to ardorseo.com, that's A-R-D-O-R-S-E-O.com slash Kevin, I will personally look at your website. I'll do exactly what I just talked about. I'll go to Google. I'll type site colon and your domain name. I'll explain exactly why your title tags are bad and your descriptions and what you need to do to fix them. I'll do some keyword research to show you exactly what your customers are searching for in what quantity and show you just some simple things that you can fix yourself hmm. to help get your website in front of the very people that are look actively looking for exactly what you do. And I'll do it for the crazy, ridiculous price of seven bucks. And what business owner doesn't have $7 to invest in their website? If you don't, you're crazy. But as an added bonus, if they leave you a review on iTunes or wherever they're listening to this podcast, we'll give them an extra special present. So yeah, go to artoreseo.com slash Kevin, and we'll give you a video review for seven bucks and a bonus for leaving Kevin a review. Sounds good. Sounds good. I may take advantage of that myself. (laughs) (laughs) Before we close, I'm going to ask you for a Wealth Tactic Rebel value bomb, which is... In your experience, what should our listeners look to avoid about this whole SEO thing and what can they do about it? In business and in life is spend less money than you make. Profit first is a great way to think about business. You know, like We use it for every segment of our business too. What sort of revenue does this segment of the business make and how much could take the profit off first? That's how much you got to spend. Right. And that's a good way to be running your life too. You know, live within your means. And I'm a practicing Buddhist as well. And Excellent. so like the Buddha's all about pain and suffering comes from desire. So the more you can eliminate desire and the want for things, then the happier your life is too. So mm-hmm. spend less, want less. Sure. Excellent. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking your time and sharing your knowledge with our listeners today, Chris. Pleasure, Kevin. It's been Excellent having you here. And Wealth Tactic Rebels, we thank you for joining us 
By the way, Chris, I'm going to put your website and the link that you mentioned and your social media, whatever other links you want me to put up there on our show notes page for today's episode. So if you go to wealthtacticrebels.com and look for today's episode on getting more customers easily, you'll find all that information there. And one more time, Chris, thanks for joining us from the other side of the world. And thank you for joining us, Wealth Tactic Rebel listeners, and have a fantastic day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes, and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, we provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.